Well, welcome back, Light City. So morning, glad that everyone. you're here. Good morning, everybody. It's so amazing that each one of you would take a, your Sunday morning and just spend time with us. A little weird for us because we're not getting in our cars and we're not coming together and gathering. You know, Rob's not at the door handing out <laughs> palms today. Um, but today is going to be an amazing day. That yes. We have an amazing service for you. We really believe that today's message is going to empower you. <clears throat> As Pastor Jessica said, sort of in the beginning, uh, setting things up today. Today we're going to be talking about facing giants. We're going to spend the whole month really dealing with this concept of facing giants and understanding in our lives, how do we actually do that? Mm -hmm. It's a nice concept, you know, oh, David, go and grab the stones and all these kind of things and the script pieces of scripture that we have that show us the examples of other people as they face their giants. Mm -hmm. But certainly facing our own giants is very, very different. And we kind of have a little bit of picture of that. And but, but first, let's deal with like what exactly is a giant? Because to one person, a situation right. is a very big situation. To another person, that situation isn't anything big at all. And so we kind of get the idea that if anything in our perception is bigger than us, then we should identify that as a giant. We should look at it and say, even in this situation that we're facing today where the problem is so small, it's such a minuscule virus, it's not even visible on a, on a microscope, but it's still a giant. It's mm -hmm. still something that we're looking at. It's having this enormous effect on our perceptions. It's having an enormous effect on the way we live our lives. Mm -hmm. um, and so we need to be able to identify that as a giant. Uh, you know, we sort of pick up this main giant theme from back in, in uh, uh, the book of Numbers, you remember when the, the Israelites were yes. now coming out of, of Egypt yes. and they were having to go into the promised land. Remember Moses sent 12 of the men and 10 came back and they sort of said this, you know, there are giants in the land. Mm -hmm. But their perception of it was that those giants were bigger than, were. than, than we were, than, yes. the, than the spies were, yes. right? And so what they were looking at and they were saying, we're small, they're big. Uh, you look a couple verses earlier when you hear from this guy, Caleb, one of your favorite people in the Bible, he comes back and he goes, well, yeah, there are big people there, but they're actually very small. We can certainly overcome them. Yes. And yes. so you see there's a difference in the way people perceived exactly the same situation. And so we can kind of be in that same place in our lives, you know, and let me just say this. Uh, when I woke up this morning, I, I heard these words in my head that nothing, <clears throat> nothing is the way it seems to be, mm. right? And so when you're, when you're looking at life and looking at the facts and looking at the situations that we all face, we, uh, and we try to blow those into our reading of Scripture and our understanding, how did David see this or how did Joseph see that or how did Daniel see it or how about Shadrach or how about Moses or how about Joshua, how about Caleb? And all of these people were viewing what everybody else was seeing around them. Mm but they were seeing something radically different. They were perceiving something very different mm -hmm. than what the average person was seeing. And I think that uh, I'd have to say that from my experience in uh, my years in Christianity, I, would th I think that we can all boil it down to this one point. Can we actually see that the things that we see Mm -hmm. are not actually what they appear to be. Come on. And so important, you know, as I'm just thinking of this, in this particular season, when we talk about God saying that we're not going to skip a beat and what's on his mind is increase. Yes. You know, Caleb's, what came out of Caleb's mouth was, let's go up at once. Yes. 
And so he was like David running towards when everyone else was running in the other direction. Right. And if God, his, if God's intention is increase, then we need to be moving forward, not backwards. Okay. So this is so important. Right. And, and you could take that same, same scenario going through all of these facing the giants mm-hmm. kind of stories that are in scripture. You have <clears throat> all of the armies of Israel hiding behind the rocks. And then you have this little boy who comes with a sling and a stone and he's running towards the giant and you're thinking man yes like is he nuts <laughs> does he see something different than what the rest of us are seeing and i think the same situation and we face it all the time whether it's goliath or whether it's you know the giants in the land or whether it's uh you know pharaoh or whatever yes that's the same as us facing coronavirus today yes. Right. These are the giants that we happen to have in our world right now. But the story about how we face those things, how do we overcome those things? Those stories are very much the same. Yes. Right. They are scripturally. We're given a pattern. And we're just going to try and discuss that today. We're going to unpack it a little bit today as we're together and just help us to be able to discover, Okay, we're not any different today than all of these other guys were in their world. Yes. They were facing something that could and was by the most people that are around perceived as a giant that was bigger than we were. Mm -hmm. But then there were these few people who ended up getting to be the heroes of the stories where they were able to say, you know what, things are not the way they appear to be. I'm going to be able to step in and say there is something different about what is going on right now. And I'm perceiving that I'm kind of drawn to that story in Second Kings. Remember when? Uh, Elisha had been sort of defeating all of the armies of uh, uh, that were against Israel because yes. they were saying, you know, he knows what you're speaking when you're in your bedchambers, mm-hmm. right? And so he was telling all this, mm-hmm. like the secrets. The secrets yes. And so they all got mad about that and they were going to say, okay, we got to go and deal with this Elisha yeah. fella. And so, you know, Elisha's little servant fella uh, goes out one morning and all of a sudden he sees across the top of all the hilltops, all the armies of, <laughs> that were all coming to deal with Elisha. And he obviously hop skips and jumps it all the way back to Elisha to let him know, you know, the gig's up. We're yes. done. We are surrounded. And Elisha brings him out and sort of and says, Lord, you know, open, open his, his eyes. eyes. Because there are more with us than there are with them. So things weren't as they appeared to be. They weren't as they appeared to be, right? And so what we have to, and I think one of the main themes, I was when we were talking about this yesterday, discussing what we were going to talk today, uh, you know, as all of the things that we've learned about the scriptures over the years, you know, submitting ourselves to so many amazing teachers and spending time and reading and learning. You know, you could, I, I'm, I'm becoming convinced that you can know the, the, the Bible from table of contents to maps. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, but if you don't understand the simple concept that things are not as they appear to be, yeah, then there is something, which we'll talk a little bit about today, there's something that happens on the inside of us that literally nullifies yeah. everything else that we have ever learned. And that that is the plan of the enemy. Um, you know, if, the, if they were as God made them to be and as they appeared to be, then we would all get to our destiny, just hop, skip and right. a jump. That's right. Right. And so his plan is to create things 
as though they are not. Yeah, that's right, to, to try and stop people right. from, from having the courage to rise up and say, just like in the story of little David, the, th the first thing that King Saul tried to do was dress him in natural armor, right. yes. as though somehow adding a shield and a sword would give this little boy the ability mm -hmm. to conquer the giant. Right. But isn't that what we do? We try to when we see opposition, we see that things are bigger mm -hmm. than what we feel like we can handle. It's so easy to cling to natural things yes. when really, I feel like what you're starting with is slowing down and saying, Lord, open up yeah, my eyes. Open yes. up my Just eyes. like what, what yeah. Elijah said. Show me it, what's really it going on. It gave yes. the opportunity for his perspective for, towards the facts of the situation to be transformed. And yeah. then therefore, so the, the strategy, the plan of attack, whatever you want to say, God could set that because it isn't a pros and cons list about right. the giant overcoming you, who's mm -hmm. stronger, who's bigger, mm -hmm. but it is knowing, like we talked about on Wednesday, who's inside of us, who's yes. with us. Okay, Lord, now shift my perspective to yes. line up with that truth. Yes. And then the plan of attack to defeat your giant yes. comes from a place where you already have the victory. Yes, right. so good. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to be able to set that. I remember when we were, when you guys were young, it was a big deal about, you know, make sure that you have an escape route planned out of your house, right? Because yes. you have a two-story house. And so how are, you know, your bedrooms are upstairs. And, yes. you know, the, remember those ladder, anyways, you know, the things that we do are, uh, but I think we have to have that same thing when it comes to these kind of emergencies, when there's a giant banging on the door, mm -hmm. we need to have that escape route that says, wait a minute, one thing I know, mm -hmm. and that is that things are not the way they appear awesome. to be. Yeah. And so I, all of a sudden we get a moment to be able to say, okay, God, I'm just going to take a moment and really hear from you so to good. discover what exactly is going on right now so, good. so that I can understand what's in the background. That must have been, now they might not have used yeah. my escape route, but something <laughs> happened inside of Joshua and Caleb. Mm -hmm. Something happened in David and Joseph and Moses and yes. all of these great people. We're just going to discuss Jesus today and his mechanisms. Yes. But there was a way that he interacted with what the disciples saw, what the people saw, what the Romans saw, what the Jewish leaders saw. And Jesus was able to see something radically different going on, mm -hmm. which empowered him to be to respond differently yes and actually respond in a way that yeah. fixes the problem i remember that day that you brought lizzie and i into our room and showed us you know the escape road was that we our, our bedroom was on the front of our house and we shared a room at the time and i remember you coming into our room and showing us what we were going to do was punch through the center of our screen on our window and go out the front but then i remember knowing me and my personality that doesn't <laughs> like lizzie was probably like yeah we get to climb down the front of our house for me i was like i'm moving to a one-story home <laughs> but i can remember in that moment and i i go back to this memory so often wow. i don't know if you know that but i remember you saying this is what we're going to do but you don't need to worry about how to do this because i'll be here to do it for you well, yeah. I'll be here to do it for you. And I feel like that's the thing is in a moment of emergency that's and in so a moment good. of crisis. Yeah. Yes, this is the plan, but you don't have to worry because so I'll good. be there to do that for that's you. So I'll right. be there good. to, you know, whatever it is that needs to happen that feels too big, then you're not strong enough. You don't know how to do it or you're so afraid you won't good. remember what to do. Don't worry. Just stick to the plan and I'll be there to take care of and it for you. that's what our Heavenly Father that's is That's right. That's yeah. right. It isn't about facing giants on our own. Yes. Right. And it's not. And I think the key to it, at least for this point, right now is when we look at the situation that we're dealing with in our life, it's going to look mm -hmm. wrong. Yes. And it, and then if we buy Scary. into the way it looks, then has the possibility of creating fear in us. Yes. yes. And then that fear 
nullifies all of the scripture because it's it's yes. kind of like this diluting force right. yes. that prevents all of this work that we have done to get the word of God in our heart. We, yeah. we perceive the situation incorrectly and bam, all of the power disappears. Yes. It's like there's a dread cycle that that almost wants to overtake us. Totally. And then we say, you know what? Oh, this is a big giant and that giant is certainly going to overtake me. Mm -hmm. Just that moment to say, wait a minute. No, things are not the way they appear so to be. Good. And mm -hmm. I want to step into this moment mm -hmm. where I'm going to get rid of any of the fear, mm -hmm. any of the dread that tries to come and buffet me. And I'm going to say, you know what, God, I'm just not going to go that way. I'm not sure what the situation is yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to God yet. But one thing I know, mm -hmm. the situation is not as it appears to be. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to almost so immediately, when I feel fear or when I feel dread, mm -hmm. I recognize I'm being deceived by something in the thing that I am perceiving right now. Mm -hmm. Something is saying to me, I'm a giant and you need to be afraid of me. And all I need to do is in that first moment realize, wait a minute, I can smell, I can smell the smoke, but I know what my escape route is. I know all I need to do is say, wow. you know what? Something is deceiving me right now. All I need to know is understand everything correctly. I know who to go to to get Very that good. understanding. Very so good. all of a sudden it wipes out this concept Very of good. this giant who's mm -hmm. getting bigger and big, this little minuscule virus, mm -hmm. which has now literally come and dominated the entire world. Mm -hmm. It must be the, a laughing stock in heaven to realize that we are all running scared because of this tiny little thing that isn't even visible on a microscope. And I, I, love to, I like to believe that God turns everything for good yeah. and that even in the midst of this season um, what we're learning what you're saying to us is is the difference between reacting which we've been talking about right. doing something on the outside that never first, works by the way <laughs> and instead of you know training ourselves and so it's almost like in this season where they're saying stay home slow down right what you're saying to us is slow down and look within yeah, and and looking at the way we trained the kids in the beginning, like mm -hmm. okay, there's you, you, there's it's never going to happen, first of all. But should you ever smell smoke, the very thing you don't do is panic. Right. You don't go into this mode right. where you're now freaking out. Just right. go back. What's the training? You punch the window out once, punch the screen <laughs> out, and get out of the onto the roof. Even if you don't jump down from there, somebody will come and get you. But at least you'll be out of harm's. All you had to do was put in this <laughs> sequence. Sorry, I'm skipping it up again. <laughs> But, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention before we get started was uh, we were listening to Blake's new book, Indi uh, uh, Blake Healy, uh, Blake K. Healy, I think that's important, uh, Indestructible. Mm -hmm. um, and good. he was saying there, you know, people can feel ashamed of the fact that they are perceiving a giant in their world or they've got this mm -hmm. demonic activity that's trying to put fear in them. And it was just it was so freeing for him to say to just remind us yeah. that, you know, the the, the, the the scripture refers to these demonic things, kingdom of darkness things as flies. Mm -hmm. And so I remember, you know, if we're if anybody's out in a picnic, you know, the, the flies bother the rich people and the poor people. He bothers the good people and the bad people. You know, if you're hungry or you're mm -hmm. or you're full, he's, the flies bother everybody. Everyone. And so we have to realize there's no shame in realizing that there's something that's appearing to rise Good. up on the horizon Good. that is making Good. me feel this dread feeling or this mm -hmm. fear feeling. That's not a big deal. What, or the big deal is what do I do now, oh, I right? Thought. As I realize these mm -hmm. things aren't the way they appear to Very be. Good. And so good. we're going to take a look at a few of the lessons really from Jesus's life. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I really believe and I'm coming to believe it more and more uh, that the season that we are in right now in the kingdom of God 
is that we are uh, really being challenged by God <clears throat> to uh, lay hold of an understanding of how we are individually mm -hmm. <clears throat> empowered to be victorious over the kingdom of darkness. Mm -hmm. And I look at, I'm, I'm sort of seeing as, we, as I lay across the, the New Testament that everything in the New Testament was really giving us the ability to see uh, that things aren't the way they appear to be in the natural. Mm -hmm. And it's just giving us another way of looking at it, another perspective, another a shortcut to get from what I'm seeing right now going on in front of me to what's actually going on. Yes. Giving us a little bit of a clue of what, should my br what route should my brain be going down mm -hmm. when I see the, the, these giants rising up in front of me. <clears throat> And so told, let's just start by this. You know, today is Palm Sunday. Uh, those of you that recognize uh, where we are still, the calendar, the days are still clicking by. The calendar is still there. Yeah. Um, and really what we're celebrating today is that Jesus' triumphant entry. Mm -hmm. You know, this is his, he's coming into Jerusalem today, mm -hmm. uh, riding on a donkey as was prophesied about him. And people were laying down palm branches in front of him, you know, to prevent the dust from getting on his feet, treating him like a king. king. You know, but Jesus knew. Even in that good situation, man, things are not the way they appear to be. Jesus was all this time preparing for the fact that there was, this week was going to turn out very different mm -hmm. than what it appeared to be when he was walking into Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's very important that even as we are uh, stepping into this week, you know, we're hearing about the, you know, things, maybe the, the, the graph changing and all of those type of things that you might be, uh, you know, hearing about. about uh, and, but, you know, Jesus was coming in triumphant. He knew how the week, you know, so there was good. going to be a little pothole uh, somewhere near Friday uh, as we go through this week. Mm -hmm. uh, but Jesus knew that God had this, this situation completely in hand, mm -hmm. that he didn't have to be worried about, the, about, about Judas. He didn't have to be worried about yeah. the Romans. He didn't have to be worried about the Jewish leaders. He didn't have to be worried about all of these people that were, you know, going to be really making a bad situation this yeah. week. He was able to be Focus. triumphant. He yep. was able to have this, you know what, God, I'm with you. I know mm -hmm. you're with me. Mm -hmm. No matter what this looks like, everything yep. is going to be okay. So and so I think that we can all just begin the discussion yep. by just taking a really deep yes. Holy Spirit <laughs> breath. <sighs> and we thank you, Father, that this week, yes. like every week, is Lord, going to be Lord. a triumphant yes. week. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Regardless of what may be awaiting us, Father mm -hmm. always has a plan to turn it for our good. Yes to prosper us. That. There's always a way to promote us. And this is going to be good for God's kingdom. And so it is going to be good for each one of us. Mm -hmm. This week is going to be like Haman's gallows. Mm -hmm. That the kingdom of darkness right now is digging a pit that they're going to fall into themselves because mm -hmm. we know that the kingdom of God is going to shine through this experience. Yes. The kingdom of God is going to accelerate. It is going to be promoted. That Jesus. God has a plan to bring all of his children back. Yeah. And so we just let ourselves enter right into that triumphant experience, yes. Lord. That as the world fills with all of this chaos and all of this crisis, Lord, that your hand is still. Mm. And that your plan is still in motion. Yes, and we thank Jesus. you for that yes. in Jesus' name. Well, we have Woo! Pastor Tina, Pastor Jess with me today as we're going to talk a little bit about some of these New Testament stories of Jesus as he was encountering a few giants. Yes. And so the first one that we're going to look at is in the, is, uh, in, uh, uh, when Jesus was going into the wilderness. Yes. If you remember that time in the early part of his ministry, John the Baptist had just baptized him. 
And then the next thing that we find is the Holy Spirit is lead, leading Jesus goes. into the wilderness because there was a giant out there that Jesus yep. needed to deal with. Yes. And it's kind of the perfect picture for us, really, when it comes to how the kingdom of darkness tries to deceive us. You know, when I was a young boy, I, I used to always wonder, like, why didn't, because all of the, you know, the little movies that you would see, there's actually a guy there. Uh, you know, this big triumphant kind of Satan guy. And Jesus was, you know, scratching along the ground, starving, you know, dehydrated yeah. and, un, you know, blurry in his thinking. You know, that wasn't the picture at all. Not as they Because I used to always wonder, like, why doesn't the, you know, the devil has this great advantage over Jesus now that he's so weak? Why doesn't the devil just take care of him now? And I've come to understand that the devil can't do that. He just, his only tool mm -hmm. is to get us to believe something yeah. that isn't actually That's right. Very good. And so he was very taunting good. Jesus. He was making suggestions. Mm -hmm. He was yes. uh, pitching ideas. Yeah. He was preying on what he thought mm -hmm. Jesus may be feeling right now. Maybe feeling hungry, so how about that bread? Or he may be feeling, uh, you know, insignificant. So how about this, you know, climb up on the, you yeah. know, all of these type of things. But you know what, he, he was just guessing. He was just sort of pitching a whole bunch of ideas at Jesus to see if Jesus was willing to take any of yes, them. To get his hook in and so we recognize then that uh, all that Jesus needed to do, like we see this clearly in the story, he just compared what the devil was saying to what he believed to be the truth. Yes. And now Jesus was full of truth, right? He was the truth. Mm -hmm. And so he had maybe a little bit of an advantage over each one of us as we're facing the situations that we face in our lives. But the, the key piece of information here was that when the deception comes, when the giant starts to appear in front of us, all we need to do is compare by his stripes we are healed to, you know, this plague is going to gonna yeah. hurt people, mm -hmm. right? And wait, wait a minute, that doesn't line up. And so what's my decision in that situation? Good, it might yeah. seem like a giant is coming Very up good. on the horizon, but I've decided to say, you know what? By his stripes, I am healed. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, a thousand at my side and 10,000 at my it right. But you not. know what? It shall not come near me. Yeah. That's what Thank Jesus did. And all of a sudden, the giant started to become pretty small. Yes. Right. And all of a sudden, this situation that appeared to be over that what maybe with any of us dealing with that situation <laughs> It may have continued to make us seem smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller mm -hmm. until it overcame us. Mm -hmm. Instead of that, we see Jesus rising up yes. to the place that he's like, just in a, in a few words, yes. he has taken dominion over this. And what was automatic for Jesus, like you said, he was full of the truth. But sometimes that's the open up their eyes phase mm -hmm. yeah. of the fight is that yes. you say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm hearing. Now I'm going to take a second and allow the Lord to open up my eyes. Yes. Tell me what's really going on. Tell me the truth so that the counterfeit, the lie the fear, the smoke screen, the shadows can be identified against the word of God. Sometimes when we're so immersed, it's like if you spend the whole day watching the news, it's hard yeah. to tell what's true anymore. Right. But you just it get certainly used seems to real. it yes. seems real. And, yes. and, and it's not that it isn't real. It just it's doesn't factual, have right. to be real for you. Yes. It doesn't have to be your experience. Yes. And I think that that's the difference. And when we see this, even in the video that we started the message with today about Jesus in 
the garden. And when we look back at these moments of, you know, the hardships that Jesus went through was really him learning how to cling to the word. Jesus, the Bible says, found himself in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And so just like you have to trust what the word says in Psalm 91 or what the word says about healing, Jesus had to trust the word when he walked into the Passion Week. He didn't necessarily, he was a hundred percent human and he had to find the prophecies about himself and trust in when the enemy was coming just like he did in the wilderness to say you know if you're really god Mm -hmm. if you are and and he began to try and undermine Mm -hmm. the truth that jesus knew but in those moments jesus didn't yield to that and second Mm -hmm. guess and enter into Mm self-doubt but he went back to say it is written Mm -hmm. right and we know in ephesians 6 that's why god tells us the whole of our armor is connected on the belt of truth without truth that becomes the anchor of our lives we can look back at our own life and i remember we talk about situations like buying this building and impossible things as a ministry that we have faced there there were moments where it seemed like everything was against us but we had a word we had a word that was like the belt of truth anchoring everything Mm. we had that we were willing to step out and take Mm. a risk Mm. because we weren't stepping out on nothing Mm -hmm. to everyone else it may have looked like we were but just like jesus in those moments he wasn't moved by what the enemy was saying because he had a word he had his promise he knew the purpose of why he was on earth and so he didn't have to be blown over by the whims that the enemy was trying to Mm -hmm. like you said get his hook in him jesus just wasn't moved by Mm -hmm. those things and we Mm -hmm. see how the father led him to the wilderness or allowed him to walk through those hardships Mm -hmm. because he knew Gethsemane was coming. He knew the cross was coming. He knew those moments were coming. And Jesus needed to have the history that said courage could come to me in these moments because I'm standing on the word. I'm not alone. This really works. Awesome. And everybody, I'm sure, out there, as you're listening to us today, we have our stories as as a ministry and as a family. But I can promise you, (laughs) you have your stories too. (laughs) That's right. And so what is really going to be empowering to each one of us if we like, you know, as I'm, I'm thinking about where uh, uh, King D- uh, David, when yeah. he was a boy, he, you know, he's got the, I had the lion, the lion I had the, the bear, bear yeah. you know, so that now I'm dealing with Goliath. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had this situation and we've had that situation and yes. now we have coronavirus yeah. and soon coronavirus is going to go into the drawer with mm-hmm. all those other victories yes. and we'll use this for something in the future. Yes. But it's that kind of a thing I think mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop on that a little while because sometimes I find that in our culture we're used to, you know, the 24 hour news window. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things are have come and gone in 24 hours. That's what they say in the media. But for us, we can get used to that in our lives where mm-hmm. in, especially in the Old Testament, they, they used to, like with David, like you said, they used to make notches in their staffs and they had, they used to set up altars and yeah. all different memorials and they celebrated feasts. Like we're getting ready to celebrate Passover to because they needed to remember. Yeah. And we have to do that. We have to take a minute and whether it's in your journal or mm-hmm. whatever it would be to actually say, we have that as a family. Like there have been amazing victories yeah, that sure. we have seen as a family, but it's easy to just let those things be in the yes, past and skip over them. them. Yeah instead of in these moments of crisis you bring them back to mm-hmm. your remembrance on purpose, yeah. on purpose mm-hmm. because they tell you about the nature of God yes. they remind you about his mm-hmm. goodness and that he never leaves his children he never forsakes that's them right. and that's what gives them the courage to keep going and yes. even to remember that when you faced that problem before it didn't look like it 
was yes. going to be, you didn't look like you were going to get through it then no. either, mm -hmm. right? Things weren't as they appeared to be, but now you could see looking backwards. Yes. And now this one seems yes. like it's real, same but it's going way. to be the same situation. Yes. Yep. And yes. I think for the important part, just so we could get everything in the right category, is, is that in, when Jesus was doing this, he was literally going around everything that the kingdom of darkness was throwing at him. Yes. Like he had a way to, it was almost like he was bobbing and weaving and deacon and doing all these things <laughs> yeah, because no matter coming. what the devil tried to do to ensnare yes. him, Jesus it's used good. the word of God Very to get good. around this, to get around that, to get around this and to mm -hmm. get around that. Very good. So the second, but the second experience that is, is going to be a little bit different the way Jesus handled it. And I think it's important for our discussion. Now we're, we're sort of coming into this mm -hmm. huge story um, where Jesus was ministering to this guy that we know as Legion. He was in the Gadarenes. And we pick up the story here in uh, Luke chapter 8, uh, as the, Jesus and the disciples are coming across the Sea of Galilee. Remember the big storm comes up, and they're all, the disciples are all freaking out because they're thinking they're going to die in the storm. Yeah. And they wake Jesus up, and Jesus calms the storm and calms the disciples. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we find them, next thing you see, they kind of come to shore, which I'm mm -hmm. sure the disciples were pretty excited about to finally get off the, the sea that day. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't long as they're wandering along the path, as they're heading to this town, that they get met along the pathway by this naked giant, this guy <laughs> that we know as the, as the madman of Gadara, this mm -hmm. crazy man uh, interacts with them or jumps into the pathway, if you can kind of put yourself into that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Surprise! <laughs> but what I want to do is, I think, what I, at least what I had always done is I've either seen the situation from Jesus's perspective or I've seen the situation from the madman's situa uh, perspective. Yeah, right. I really want to take a look at Judas's perspective mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll, make, it'll make sense in a moment why we're doing that. But imagine that, you know, Jesus is kind of at the front of the pack there as they're walking down this pathway and all the disciples are kind of in a big bunch behind them. And all of a sudden, this naked madman appears on the pathway. And you can imagine, like, what are the disciples thinking at this moment, mm. right? They know, they must know. I mean, I, the way the world works then is that you'd have all of these little ghost stories that go all around the region that this guy is, is real, you know, like the boogeyman or the, the yeah. abominable snowman yeah. or whatever. And so they would all know, whoa, this is who this guy is. This guy is the guy who breaks chains with his bare hands. You know, mm -hmm. the, he lives in the graveyards. It's a little and, intimidating. <laughs> yes. You know, I, you could imagine the stories that were whipping through the disciples' heads at this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it from, you know, Judas was the guy who carried the money bag. So I can sort of see all the disciples, you know, they kind of gather around, make a little ring around Judas. So Judas is probably in the most <laughs> safest of positions. Uh, and so he gets to look now very clearly at what's about to happen out there and see what Jesus is doing. And all of a sudden it's kind of weird because Jesus strikes up a conversation with this guy. Mm -hmm. He just goes up to him and starts talking to him. Mm -hmm. Now maybe they're close enough to hear what he's saying, maybe they're not, but he's all of a sudden he's going, and he starts to go into this negotiation with him. You know, the madman of Gadara says, you know, oh, at least the, the, the demons that are inside of this guy start talking to him about, you know, don't send us into the sea, oh no, please don't. And Jesus said, okay, that's fine. And he kind of makes a joke here. Um, because he says, well, okay, I won't send you into the sea, but I will send you into the pigs. But then guess what? The pigs are going to run into the sea anyways. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like when these guys are looking at it, they're almost looking that Jesus is not even taking the situation very seriously. Mm -hmm. 
It's just like this is an offhand comment that he kind of makes this little joke. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, the disciples are watching this. They're watching this, the pigs, the, the swine run into the sea. Mm -hmm. And then they're seeing this crazy guy. Completely set free. Who's not crazy anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of going, wait right a mind. minute. Yeah. It was like Jesus was able to take charge mm -hmm. of that situation. It was like he just ran right through yes. that demonic situation. Mm -hmm. Like he overcame, like he took dominion. Like yes. it was like Jesus was the guy with the yes. whip yep. yes. and he took control of that whole yes. situation. Yeah. I think a lot of times um, the misunderstanding that can happen in faith is that we, you know, it's not that we don't have feelings. It's just that when the feelings are not lining up with God's yeah. word, right. Those right? Are the ones. then yeah. God, God needs us to deal with them. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of times in faith, a, a lot of people just bury those right. emotions or feelings and don't actually deal with them. When we talk about Jesus being the word or being the truth and, and finding himself and knowing the nature of God, he, he searched the scriptures mm -hmm. and, and, and that, that brought, you know, a, a, a strength to his life. So it's not that, you know, God is expecting us to ignore the emotions or ignore the feelings, no. but, but to, you know, interact with the Lord and ask questions yeah. and get the answers. Is this because, legit? Like, yeah. is this feeling yeah, legit or am I, I, I misinterpreting yeah, the situation? I, I think a lot of times what happens is we don't allow, we can in faith not allow ourselves to, what am I feeling right now? What is going on right now? You know, sometimes you can be afraid to say, is that fear? Oh no, I can't have fear. It's not possible that I could. Yeah. But to be able to identify, yeah. what am I feeling? Yes. Because when we, we can identify, you know, am I afraid? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling insecure? Am I feeling alone? Yes. Then we have a choice to make. We have a choice to make, you know, do we believe God? Do we believe his word? Or yeah. do we believe what we're seeing? Right. Yeah. And so what we're here to tell you today is things are not, you yeah. know, right. when you're often, when you're pursuing God and you're moving forward, you know, you're doing great things for God, great things for the kingdom. Your life is all about helping people. Well, the enemy doesn't like that. He doesn't yeah. like to see the nature of God on display in the earth because that right. draws people close to him. And so we have a choice to make then. We have a choice with those, you know, once we've not buried those feelings, but we've identified them, we have a choice at that point to say, okay, just like Jesus did, am I going to go with the feelings, the yeah. negative right. feelings, or right. am I going to go with what God is saying? Yeah. And, and then what we need to do is, okay, that's great, is then we have to search the scriptures and find out, find yeah. out, well, God, what do you say about this? Right. What do you say? You see, God's not expecting us to bury it. He's not expecting no. us to run like Israel did. No. Nope. He's expecting us to do what David did, and David confronted. Yeah, just David, like Jesus, like what you're saying. Is, yes. Yeah, he walked forward in the situation knowing he had authority. Yes. Right. He didn't run. He charged yes. forward because he knew what was going to happen. Yes. And if he doesn't have authority in our situation, maybe we don't feel like we have authority, but that's not the truth. That's Things right. are not the way they appear to be. That's yes. right. I actually do have the authority yes. to deal with this situation. Yes, and what what becomes ammunition then is what you said, the belt of truth, is that when we we intentionally live a life where we are going after, rolling up our sleeves, yeah. so to speak, and going after the truth because at some point in time, we will need mm -hmm. that ammunition. We, we have to find the truth and then make a decision. Mm -hmm. Make a decision, you know? Mm -hmm. Make a quality decision. Do we believe what God says? Yes. 
or do we believe what the situation right. is saying? Yeah. And then once we decide, okay, God, I believe God is bigger. Right. Yeah. I believe God created every, right. you know, the, the yeah. earth and he yeah. has the answer. He's got the way of escape. That's what yeah. the scripture tells tomorrow. us. Then we stick with it. Yes. Right. We, we put things in place. I think that's one of the, uh, as probably equally as challenging as it is to decipher the emotions and make the decision to go God's way it is the decision to stick with it. Yeah. Because no matter know, what, right. No matter what, what day, no matter I've what I've decided, I'm going to see this situation this right, way. Right. Because we all know that phrase that says inconsistency. Yes lies the power mm -hmm. right and so the power then is yes deciphering what it is yes going the way of truth yes making that decision yes but then sticking with it yeah. because it is that consistency that day after day mm -hmm. the truth will literally dig us out yeah in yeah. our cell group on thursday night pastor joy was just ministering and she was saying that um dr caroline leaf we know about that she talks about three cycles of 21 days in order to yeah. you know lock on with the truth but she said most people last in the process two to three days wow that's right the first cycle wow. is, oh, is 21 oh, that's when wow. the emotion that's the willpower part, yeah and right? we see that with jesus is that jesus like you're saying he found the truth but then he locked on like he his life on. depended yeah. on it yeah. right he knew that everything that he stood for was mm -hmm. only going to happen mm -hmm. if he could cling to the truth the and only so, way of escape yes that became his daily bread that yes. became his sustenance like he said to satan in the wilderness that he didn't live on bread alone but by the words that proceeded from the mouth of of God yes, because okay. he knew that if he stuck to that truth he would like you're saying be mm -hmm. able to charge with mm -hmm. dominion mm -hmm. into any situation Tenacity. and have a lifestyle mm -hmm. of overcoming giants mm -hmm. a history 33 years yes. of right. history with God yes. facing and overcoming yes. every giant and every yes. obstacle yes. leading into like you're saying the the final story that we're going to talk about in the last few minutes we have with you this morning is Gethsemane mm -hmm. so right. lead us into that well, like you're saying from Judas's perspective mm -hmm. how how does that help us today to be able to set ourselves even this week to face our own giants? Well, the important thing that I want to draw our attention to is that this is the same Jesus as we're going to watch <coughs> or yeah. talk about yep. what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm -hmm. where Jesus was again mm -hmm. confronted by deception. He was again confronted by the kingdom of darkness mm -hmm. and all of the giants that they were, you know, flashing before his eyes. Mm -hmm. This is the same Jesus that was in the wilderness yes. that was able to bob and weave and no matter what hook and no matter what device no matter what was going on from the kingdom right. of darkness he was able to get around it right. yeah. this is the same Jesus now that was the guy that faced the, the Gadarene it was mm -hmm. the same Jesus that faced the yes. you know Lazarus in the tomb it was the same yep. one that dealt with the leper it was the same one that mm -hmm. dealt with mm -hmm. you know th tens of thousands of people who were starving at yes. lunchtime That's right. this was the same Jesus now that we are about to watch have a, have a radically different response to the kingdom of darkness mm -hmm. that were the giant that was in front so of him. Good. Mm -hmm. And uh, and what's important about this situation now was that the world, it's kind of like, again, what is what you see going on in front of you is not really what is going on. Because the world was about to go through a radical transformation. Mm -hmm. Something, God had a plan. There was a divine destiny that was in motion at this point. And what God needed from Jesus was that Jesus was going to not snake around or, 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 or you know, bob and weave around what the devil was doing. He was not going to overcome him and cast him down. He was not going to do those things. 
But instead of that, he was going to enter into it. And rather than in the first situation going around it, in the second situation, confronting it and overcoming it. Mm -hmm. This time, God was asking Jesus to go through the valley of death. Right. And so there's a totally different response that's Mm -hmm. required here because Jesus knew Mm -hmm. this was part of his destiny. This was something that needed to happen in order for God to bring something to pass. Now, God didn't bring that situation. Remember that. Uh, But God uses these big situations. It's like what we're about to deal with with the coronavirus is, you know, that didn't come from God. God did not send a plague in order to, uh, you know, teach us a lesson. But what God is going to do is he's going to take advantage of this situation. He is going to allow this to... Make us better. In a sense, yeah. tear down mm-hmm. the situations or the powers mm-hmm. that be or our confident, you know, our, our sort of the way humans interact with how we feel secure in, a, yes. in an, an illusion, really. Yeah, dismantle And that. out of that, he's going to bring an opportunity for the kingdom of, uh, kingdom of God to invade the Amen. earth good. yet again. So good. And what we have to do is we have to recognize, just like in Jesus's life, as we watch him go through this experience in the Garden of, of uh, in, in, the, yes. in Gethsemane, is that even though he was going to allow God to lead him through this situation, he did not become afraid. Mm-hmm. He did not be, you know, he didn't, oh, the devil is so big and so powerful and I'm going to let, and that's no. not what was going on in Jesus. As if you watch that whole experience, as you were kind of sharing, Jess, uh, that, you know, Jesus made the decision and then he went all the way through that yeah. process, yeah. all the way to the res- to Resurrection Sunday, mm-hmm. But he was never afraid mm-hmm. and he no, nor did he decide, OK, I'm just going to let the kingdom of darkness fill me with all their deception and I'm no. going to buy into all their lies and I'm just going to become a victim of all. That was never what Jesus was dealing never. with, even though he was going through it, just like each one of us mm-hmm. are going through the, the coronavirus uh, pandemic. We don't need to be afraid Mm -hmm. and we don't need to enter into any of the deceptions that the world is trying to talk to us about. Mm -hmm. But we do need to be those people that say, you know what, God, I know that you're completely in control. I know that you're going to create a better world out of this, Mm -hmm. that you're going to empower the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of God to thrive because of this. And what I want to do is I want to be part of that. I want to be part of the solution. Right. We have to realize that what God is going to be doing here is he's going to be answering a whole bunch of our prayers Mm -hmm. he's going to be getting our loved ones who maybe were too busy with life uh, to really bother with anything to do with god or truth or all of these things that that are part of our lives Mm -hmm. and now they have this opportunity they they have the opportunity to see how strong you are as you respond as you see the same thing that they see but you're you're strong and and you're perceiving something radically different well that's having an effect yes god is using that to have a great effect on the way they see the world, the, yeah. the, the, the things that they're allowing to become the musings of their minds mm-hmm. when, they, uh, when they experience that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, think about all the structures of this world that we put all of our confidence in. Mm-hmm. How this little tiny microscopic thing yeah. has literally shattered all of those huge systems. Mm-hmm. And we're realizing that, man, we thought we were safe and secure. We thought we were peace and safety. But we have this situation that is the tiniest thing in the whole wide world that can literally tear down our house of cards. Mm-hmm. That's going to make people search for like, what can I put wow. my confidence in? Yeah. 
what is it that I can have my anchor on? If I actually now realize I've built my house on sand, heck, I'm looking for a rock. Yes. And that's the opportunity that each one of us Ooh, have when we're dealing yes. with what's God doing? Yeah. Why doesn't God just wave his magic yeah. wand and take all this away? Well, it's because he's got a better plan. Because mm -hmm. that's, I think, what Jesus said, right? Mm -hmm. And when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, you know, Jesus, God, don't you have a magic wand that you can make all this go away? Yeah. Go Can't away. we do this a different way? Mm -hmm. But he said, N nevertheless, nevertheless, all nevertheless. that word. Yeah, nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will. Not my will. Yeah, Jesus saying this. something, God, I'm not seeing right yeah. now. Yep. I'm, I know you. I, I, I'm not sure what the plan. I'm not sure exactly how this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that you have a plan. Yep. And I, I know you. I can trust you. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Like you, you, we were talking about that, that, you know, Jesus, it, the Bible says the joy that was set before him. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Jesus said, Father, open up my eyes. Yep. He allowed What's his really perspective yep. to see what was really going on. And that picture mm -hmm. became the joy that was set right. before Absolutely. him. Your life yes. sitting here right now. Yeah. That's right. Empowered right now to deal with coronavirus yes. in a, in a, in a overcoming powerful, Mm -hmm. This is not going to, yeah, uh, this no. is going to be used for my yeah, good yes. perspective. Jesus was looking at you yeah, sitting there right. in front of your iPhone mm -hmm. yep. and that made him super glad. Yeah. yeah. And we're making it sound, you know, make a decision, make a quality decision, one from which you won't retreat. But sometimes that making that decision, yes, exchanging what you have always believed mm -hmm. for something that God is saying, exchanging what you're seeing with your natural eyes and what you're hearing. Yes. People yeah. that you respect and honor say that that is a process yes. to right. make that exchange. We're yes. not saying, you know, oh, just change no. your mind. No, we're saying it is a process. Yes, it is. It is. Jesus showed us it is absolutely doable. Yes. yes, it is absolutely necessary. But sometimes in the process of making that exchange, mm -hmm. you do shed a few tears. Yeah. Yeah. It is a journey. Yes. And it is a process but it absolutely has to happen yes. in order for victory right. and forward motion yeah. to take place and in our lives. I love the I love the story of Gethsemane for that because it says, you know, you see this moment of anguish of Jesus on his knees when he is doing the real battle with the kingdom of darkness absolutely. to win the victory on his knees before anything yeah, even begins. Right. But then it says right away that the angels come and they strengthen him. Yeah. And I feel like so that's beautiful. the beautiful thing is that so yes, Sometimes it feels like just holding on to the truth and mm -hmm. being able to say, like you said, that word, nevertheless, yes. yes. sometimes getting to the moment to be able to give God your yes and overcome that giant of fear. <laughs> it is a fight yes. in order to get there. But yes. the minute that we say yes, yes. the right. angels right and there. all of heaven are right there so to strengthen good. us and yes, equip us to be able to. Yes, Jesus had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but he didn't have to do it in his own natural right. strength. Yes. Right. He was equipped with the strength of he heaven. He had to decide. He had to say yes. yes. He had to get to the nevertheless yes. moment. Nevertheless, yes. right. not my will, but yours be done. Mm -hmm. It was sweating blood to get to that moment. But right. once he did, yeah, all on. of heaven was there come to on. be able to strengthen so him. Good. And that's the beautiful picture. From beginning to end, you're not alone. Right. From beginning to end of this process, I heard a, a prophecy by Christine Kane. And she said that God was going to use this coronavirus as one of the greatest awakenings yeah. to the yes. church that has yes. ever existed. Yes. And 
and we feel the rumblings yes, of that. We do. But it's the same thing as we are do. you going to There's see pressure. you're gonna see your life, you know, maybe the five years that led up to this moment of corona where you're, you know, working your plan and doing your plan and all of your whole existence, <laughs> like you're saying, is disrupted. Maybe it's your faith in the medical community or in the government or with the peace and safety, yeah. like it says in the Bible, yeah. and all of that is disrupted. Are you gonna allow this moment in your life no. to be nevertheless God, not my will, but yeah. yours be done? Yes. If this is gonna sidetrack all of us so that once again our mission becomes yeah. building the kingdom yes. of letting people come to know Jesus so if that is what all of this is for so good we're not sitting in our living rooms aimlessly waiting for no. life to start again no. we're doing that same thing Purposeful. Lord open up our eyes yes. and this moment becomes yes. all that moment Things for us at Light City to be. Yes. that's right that's yes, right. yes. So amen so and I think good. what's important there is that when Jesus entered into this there was going to be this enormous change that ha that mm -hmm. was going to happen in all of the history of humanity yes but for the most part, Jesus just had to make sure that he stayed strong Amen. as he went through the process. Amen. All the heavy lifting, yeah. God was going to do that's all right. that. Yep. God was going to turn everything upside down. And yes. that's what we have to look at, too, is that mm -hmm. God is going to be doing all of these things to build his kingdom. He's yes. going to set forth a revival. Amen. He is going to save our families. He is going to empower each one of us yes. to be even stronger Amen. coming out of this than the way. And you know what? That's all... He does all that. Yep. All that we have to do is kind of the simple thing that you were describing. Just get a hold of yourself and take a deep breath yeah. and realize Make a I'm, I, things aren't the way that they appear to be. Amen. Get to God to find out, okay, God, what am I supposed to be seeing in all of this? Amen. And buy into that and yes. stick yes. with it. Amen. Yes. And so we're going to take communion today yes. just as we're trying to do that every time that we gather together. Yes. Um, just Ooh. because it's such a, it's so much yeah, our so victory, good. really, what Jesus empowered us to do. What really happened when each one of us got saved yeah. is we really were given eyes to see. Mm -hmm. We used to be trapped in our deception. We used to only see the world the way the world wanted itself right. to be seen. And then all of a sudden, one day, we submitted Thank ourselves you, Lord. under the Lordship of Jesus. Our mm -hmm. eyes were opened. Mm -hmm. We could perceive now mm -hmm. things at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And so I think as we do today, mm -hmm. I think... Let's just ask the Lord, yeah, open up Lord, eyes. open up my eyes. Mm -hmm. If things are not the way they appear to be, mm -hmm. how are they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? As we, as we do that, um, I'm sure you're going to lead us, but I, I just want to say that um, when Jesus was with blind Bartimaeus, mm -hmm. he said to him, what would you have me to do for you? Yeah. And, and, and the one thing God won't do for us is choose. Right. Mm -hmm. We have to make that, you know, we yes. have to make that decision. Yep. We have to make that quality decision. So uh, even as we take communion today, mm -hmm. you know, what are you choosing? Yeah. Are you choosing to, to stay in what you think is real, right. what you are hearing? Or are you choosing yep. for all of heaven to come, take you to a new place to make that decision and say, I'm going to turn the page. Amen. I'm going to cross over today. I'm, I'm making that decision, God. Amen. I'm making yeah. that decision. Amen. I believe that's where communion is starting today, is for us to say, okay, I've heard enough. Yeah. I've seen enough. Mm -hmm. I'm making a decision to go with God yeah. Amen. and to go with the increase in the way of God's kingdom. Amen. Yeah, Amen. and I think what's important here, I, I we didn't get to it in my notes, but uh, statistically speaking, mm -hmm. uh, everyone that is here, in this, there's a few of us in the building today, and all of you that are listening, uh, we're all going to survive the coronavirus, yes. statistically yes, speaking. <laughs> yes. uh, and so we're going to go through this one way or another. Mm -hmm. 
And so we're either choosing, am I going to go through it in fear and torment? No. Or am I going to go through it, as yes. Jessica was saying, with ministry of the holy of the angels yes. in yes. my life, peace. giving me the grace and the peace and the joy and the vision and yes. the understanding of what God is doing in his infinite wisdom you, to transform this world around me. That's mm -hmm. really the choice that we're making. Yes. And so as we take communion today, mm -hmm. let me just empower you that each one of us who were able to see what Jesus was doing all in the way he lived his life, yes. the way he demonstrated to Thank us you, that things were not the way they appeared to be. Jesus. I think the disciples were always confused by that. They always seemed to be caught off guard. But when we get into the New Testament now, that we get to be able to be those people who are able to perceive what is really going on around us. That even if it's not visible or not apparent in the first moment, that we have this access to the Holy Spirit. We have this access to our comforter, our guide, the Holy Spirit who's going to guide us into the truth, who's going to show us things to come. And all we need to do is be able to turn to that. And Jesus, we can do that all because you went to the cross in order to open, in order to open our eyes, in order to set us free in, or, in order that, to, that the chains that would have blinded us would be removed from our lives. And so, Jesus, we you, celebrate Lord. you. Yes, we do. We enter back into your, your place in our lives as Savior, as Jesus. Lord. And you did all of that mm -hmm. in order to empower us to see that what we see with our natural eyes is not really what it seems and that God has a plan, mm. that we're part of that plan, and that he's going to use us as we go through this situation. Mm -hmm. He's going to use this to strengthen us, to promote us, to prosper us, to build his kingdom and transform the world. And so Jesus, we're so grateful to be part of that journey. We're so grateful to be part of that kingdom. And we celebrate your victory at the cross, your victory that we're going to be celebrating all through this week to come to Resurrection Sunday as you step out of that tomb victorious and enter into a world that's been transformed by your sacrifice. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And you yes. go, go ahead when you're ready. Go ahead Amen. and receive that in remembrance. Amen. Amen. And Praise I, God. I just want to take a second, too, because we're doing things in new and creative ways, which we're encouraging you <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah. Kind of forced and so, to. <laughs> yeah. And so I just want to thank our team. Yes. You know, all sure. of the different things that you are seeing and just trying to make <laughs> church, uh, although it's Yay. not the same, as seamless as possible. Yes. We just want to thank all of you who are yes. doing yes. that and making all this possible. Yes. yes. On the tail to end of that, us. I want to thank just you, say a couple quick announcements. The first one is that our Light City Kids team sent out an email to all the parents yesterday. So if you didn't check it yet, make sure you do because yes. inside of there is just a bunch of, you know, creative ways Fun to be ideas. entertaining your kids. But also awesome. inside of it is everything that you need to be able to do your own Sunday school from home today and do the Palm Sunday story with your kids just like so they would have gotten if they came to Sunday school so today. So, so, you know, we please, are amazing. We are. <laughs> We're doing uh, the best that we can we to be able to <laughs> equip you to come through this season strong. So if you want that, maybe you have nieces and nephews who you're seeing or neighbors that you want to be able to share just that with, them, yeah. yeah, then make sure you reach out to us if you want to get it and the email and you didn't yet because you're not registered as a parent here, then make sure you reach out to 
us and we will yes, get all of that absolutely. information to Amazing. you because then you can forward that out you know to your communities um, so that all of the people that are around you that you're influencing are able to get that material um, also look for this week we're really excited we have developed an email that's going to come through our program that's called Fortiary Learning it's the education arm of Light City Church and yes. um, what we're going to send out an email to you today because although or this week because although the school systems are all closed down there is amazing training and learning yes. opportunities yes. that are yes. still available. available so we want to online. be able to the quit beauty you. of on, it's already online it's, it's already, already online. ready to go yes it's already ready to go <laughs> so we're going to be sending out an email to you this week so make sure when you see it that you check it out yes. because there are a lot of resources that we want to make available so that in every way spirit soul and body we're coming through this situation bigger and better than ever before right. so make sure you check out for that email you know, it's also interesting for for if you're for family and friends yes maybe people who are in high school or th these yes. type of things and you know we're just it's just not certain how all that is going to unfold over the next little while yes uh, these programs are available they mm -hmm. can get their their uh, yes. ged they can finish high school in the time that we're waiting so around yeah and, so, and the so other, many and amazing some things. of the courses are courses that are available even separate from the school board system so even though that things are shut down right now there is training that say people have gotten laid off from work yeah. that you're able to be forwarding it out to the maybe friends and family members or maybe that you that's you and you find yourself where you've been in a situation where you're laid off during this time or you we're can thinking have, of making a change anyway right you can so have now's purpose the opportunity. Yeah. and vision to pick something new yes. up and set yourself to something over the next couple of weeks so, so make sure you check out for that, that email yep. Yep. and then also sunday morning we are going to be having our resurrection service we, we are, are yes we yes. are working <laughs> whether you're out. here or you're not we're whether having. you're in the building or not we have some amazing things planned but we really want to encourage you normally what we would do on palm sunday if you were here was give you invitations and a way to be able to reach out to your friends and family to join us for easter mm. sunday yeah, we still want to do that we still want to encourage you to rise up in boldness and maybe send out that link to your family and friends so that all over the community all over your sphere of influence you can be evangelizing and witnessing yes. and reaching yes. out with the amazing yes. love yes. of jesus yes. so we are having our easter sunday resurrection celebration service <laughs> whether we're online or we're in person we're doing it and so make sure you do that as you get that ready the emails mm. that get sent to you this week make sure you send them out to other people and then the final one is we're just going to take two minutes today and something that's been so big on our heart is we know some of you watching you know people that are members of light city but also close family and friends where you are either a doctor a nurse a first responder somebody that's out on the front line front we're praying for you every yes. day praying for your safety mm -hmm. our grocery whole team yes grocery <laughs> store workers definitely whether you're an essential worker in any capacity mm -hmm. and you're out there we are praying for you we are lifting you up every day but we felt like the lord gave us this idea and we have these little buttons that we are going to use like prayer cloths yes. and we are all as a team going to oh, lay so our hands great. on mm -hmm. them we're going to take a second and pray right now but if you want one if you're an essential worker if you're at home these aren't for you but you can be watching <laughs> us every day but if you're a doctor or still a nurse, put a smile on your face that's though. right or pull out your old <laughs> yes. uh, light city pins you should that we have gave one of these before. at home <laughs> but we are going to pray for these so they're for all of our frontline workers if that's you and you want one mm -hmm. we will covering get, you we will get one in the mail to you yep. within the next couple of days and so 
if you want one, then make sure you reach out to us, info at golightcity.com, and we will get one of these pins out in the mail to you. So maybe we can just take a second, Mom, yeah. and you want to just pray over yeah. these. So receive this if you're a frontline worker thank in any you, capacity. Father, we just thank you, even according to Acts, Lord, chapter 19, thank in the you, name Lord. of Jesus, where there was such, Father, a desire for you, a desire for protection, a thank desire you, for your presence, for healing, for whatever, God, in the name of Jesus, one of the things that they noticed is that the anointing of God was transferable. Yes. Paul noticed that in the name of Jesus. So we just thank you right now, Lord. We know that you're here and that your presence is here. So thank we're praying, you, Father, yes. over everyone, Lord, in in those cameras, everyone watching, you, but Jesus. also, Father, in the name of Jesus, yes, we all the front line people, Lord. ask thank that you, you would just saturate these buttons, Lord, yes. with your protection, yes. Lord, with your presence, with your anointing, in the name of Jesus. So not only those who are wearing them father but all those around them mm -hmm. in the name of jesus because that's the way you do it yeah. all those around us not just us but those around us in the name of jesus would be partakers of increase partakers of blessing partakers of protection and healing in the name of Jesus. And we anticipate yes. the testimonies thank of your you, goodness, Lord. God. If you're there, just receive your healing yes. in the name of yes, Jesus. We you, declare Lord. it. Miracles are increasing. Amen. Healing is increasing you, in the thank name you, of Lord. Jesus. You, That's God's plan and intention. Yes. So we thank you, Father, yes. in the name of Jesus that it's so. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank Amen. You, thank Amen. you, Lord. So reach out to us if that's you and you want one and we'll get it in the mail for you. Also, don't forget to to subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell yes. so that for Wednesday night when we yes. do pre-service pray, you'll get a notification. Those are right down there and right down there. Yes, right down there and right down there. <laughs> also, the giving links are in the description <laughs> box. And we declare, just like we have in, that not one person at Light City yes, is going to be symptomatic. symptomatic. That's right. So we're believing Woo. that for you and your family. Jesus, if there's anything we can do that, that you don't reach out to us, if you have testimonies already of the way that God has intervened in your life, we, we want to hear, hear from you. Mm -hmm. If yes. you need prayer, reach out to us through the chat today or at info at go light city every single one of the emails have all the links for you to be able to reach out yes. to us so make sure you do that we love you thank you thank for enjoying. joining us today <clears throat> we're yes, excited we to see you. all of you soon bless you have all. a great day bless see you, you wednesday all. night if not before that yes god bless, bless you, you all